And we're back to our normal episodes, so now I'm doing the intro. Uh, this is a date night podcast where two 30-something-year-olds uh, sit down, talk about things that they like and how they spend their very limited free time. And hopefully, you know, the thing we talk about is the thing that you decide that you like, too. So that's always good. Yeah. Quick reminder, this is not a history podcast. We're not doing any sort of historical deep dives or anything like that. We are just... Talking about things that we personally like and the reasons why we like them. And this is more of a gut check. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a fandom. It's an yeah. enthusiast episode. Exactly. Uh, yeah, so. It's actually been a while for us since we sat down, since we built ourselves up a nice little... Buffer. Buffer that we rode until we ran out of episodes. Because <laughs> now we're, we're very, down. And we're, we're back where we started, so... <laughs> we are whoops. very bad at this. <laughs> no, I'm gonna... I'm gonna make Kamala sit in the studio with me for like a couple hours and we're just gonna roll through a bunch of things all at once it's like all I right. didn't know about this yeah I know I've been ambushed uh oh what are these oh I know what they are they're handcuffs clack oh, no. <laughs> and that's gonna be our next episode handcuff stuff <laughs> so. oh god you're sharing your kinks <laughs> shame on you well that's for the bedroom only and also the park that one time. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and now we're going to play a game. How much of this did Kayla cut out? Yeah, right. <laughs> so uh, we are going to talk about um, a couple new things. Uh, well, a new thing that we uh, like. Should we do the start the thing? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so today we are talking about our new favorite YouTube Yay. channel. Uh, so good. We haven't done a YouTube episode since, for a while. Uh, Buzz Unsolved. Yes, BuzzFeed Unsolved. Yeah. Uh, our new, the new thing that we watch like almost every night is yeah. called Binging with Babish. And I don't know. What, I don't think so, he has any music because he had to change it twice. Oh, uh, we could probably do the. Hey baby, I hear the blues are calling. Toss salads and scrambled eggs. But I just don't know what to do with all them salads and scrambled eggs. There you go. That was the big, that was first episode. Yeah, the first episode he used that. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's a huge <laughs> Frasier. Frasier. And, yeah, Frasier uh, Frasier. fan. Frasier. Frasier. Yeah. Fra- Frasier. Frasier. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> we also have been watching a lot of 30 Rock, and we might do an episode, uh, if not specifically 30 Rock, just like general sitcoms yeah i do like oh that'd be fun yeah 30 rock and uh like parks and rec and oh that's a good idea that's a smart idea uh but yes there's a whole fraser joke where jenna yeah they were doing they're running a a con and they had um what's his name kenneth no fraser oh the guy from fraser i don't know i can't think of kelsey grammar yeah okay uh yeah kelsey grammar and they ran a the joke was that it's like, don't you mean Frasier? No, it's Frasier. I should know. I am Frasier. <laughs> it was very good. Very dumb. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so binging with Babish. Uh, let's pull up the wiki. Uh, binging with Babish is a YouTube cooking channel created by American filmmaker Andrew Rea, I believe it's pronounced. Uh, which recreates recipes featured in film, television, and video games. The show premiered on February 10th, 2016, and currently has over 5 million subscribers. 
He was also born in September 2nd, 1987. He's our age. Yeah! yeah. That's uh, why like kindred spirits. Yes. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, the uh, Kelsey Grammer's tossed salads and scrambled eggs uh, was the opening theme for season one, episodes one through 20. Um, the, uh, let's see... The YouTube channel was created on August 21st. His name was inspired by the West Wing character, Oliver Babish. Oh, cool. Uh, three videos unrelated to Binging with Babish have been uploaded to the account. Uh, the first episode of Binging with Babish aired on February 10th, 2016, which is about a Parks and Recreation burger cook-off. Yeah, yeah. that was fun. That, that was a good was episode. Fun. Um... We'll come back to the wiki in a while, uh, but let's do the... the I, I feel like there's a lot of legs for the what itch this scratches. Oh, yeah. You know? So, like, did you watch a lot of cooking shows and stuff when you were a kid? Uh, to be honest with you, no, because Ooh. I didn't... Like, I mean, flipping through the channels, you would see them, You'd right? You'd stop on them, yeah. Yeah, and you would stop long enough to be like, all right, what are you cooking, hmm. right? But I think it was just... I didn't care for... I, I just didn't like how it was presented, I guess. Oh, and because yeah. I was little, I was just like, I just want to see the end product. Yeah. Like, I, I know that TV magic is one of those things where they already have the meal prepped. Yeah, just They're show just showing you, like... you how the step-by-step, and then they actually have one already in the oven. So while they were cooking, they already had something already ready. So all they have to do is pull it out. But they have a raw one that they put in again in the oven so that they can, like feed the audience or feed whoever, right? Because Camilla just know. skips to the last five minutes of porn videos, too. So that's, <laughs> that's <awkward>. <laughs> <laughs> just show me the just end. show me the show end. Show me what it looks I like. I just want to see it. I don't care about the step-by-step. I'll never make the damn thing. But, I mean... Exactly how she talks about watching her porn. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. You're being a butt. I know. Sorry. Um, yeah, no, I didn't really watch them. I think, really? my, I think my favorite, like, if I were to watch... I think as I got older, the stuff I liked was just, like, a quick and easy. Like, recipes have to be, like, five to ten ingredients or let, like, within that scope. And it has to be something I know I can probably make, not, mm. like, screw up. Because I like baking. Mm. Baking is something I really enjoy. But I think I like, because we talked about this, I like the competition part of stuff. Yeah. So that's why when, like... Um, well, we watched... Did you watch Chopped? No, which one did we watch? Uh, Hell's Kitchen. Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. I like stuff like that. I like when there's a competition involved. When yeah. it's like there's food there and there's a competition there. Mm. That if you watch something for like, let's say, several seasons, mm. right? And you're like, you know what? I could probably do that. So don't you think that you would practice doing these things before getting on the show so that you have some sense or some ability to be like, okay, they're telling me to make risotto. Mm. Okay, well, you better know how to make risotto. Because, obviously, that's a staple on Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. And so is those Wellingtons. So you would think you would, like, practice Practice how to make them so that when you got on the show, you could show off that you know what you're doing. Because the whole point of this is to be 
good yeah, at it to, to be per, to, to be good at something right to show off your skills so if you're telling me you're a professional chef and you know what you're doing then I want to see it I want to see you under that pressure I want to see you competing with other professional chefs that believe they can do it too apparently but don't this fail a, this is apparently a trigger for I'm just sorry because she's got opinions I, I think it's just ridiculous that you've watched several seasons and you're just like oh I think oh, yeah. I can do it's that a, it's not and a, then you get on there and you're surprise. just like you know yeah, what you, you're you, expected exactly. to do yeah. so it's like if you watch enough of these seasons it's like the RuPaul's Drag Race thing yeah everybody knows RuPaul is going to ask you to do certain things yeah same thing with Hell's Kitchen same thing with you'll all of these you'll have to know shows. how to sew you you'll have to know, know how to do this yeah. you should be able to just be like alright this is my goal within a year I want to be on that show so within that year I'm going to make nothing but risotto exactly I'm going to make nothing but yeah exactly learn to do what you know they're going to ask you to do Right? These are But I think that's the most enjoyable part of it is watching these people just be like, Oh, I can do this, I can do this, well, I can Ramsey's make risotto. But then they get to make risotto and Ramsey's like, dude, that's not good enough. That's not good enough. And you're I just mean, like just look at his menu and <laughs> read his staple dishes and then you know what you need to know how to cook. And that's why I don't think I like watching just regular cooking shows. Because uh, it's just like there's not these people already know what they're doing, and they've obviously cheated because they're just like, all right, we have a prepped one, and then we have the one we're going to show you how to make. And they make it look like it's so much fun, but actually, oh my god. <laughs> so the only reason I had shown uh, Kamala Avenging with Babish uh, was because I had a friend who had talked about it, and it's like, it's very good, you should watch it. Uh, so I checked it out like ages ago, uh-huh. but we wanted to watch Great British Bake Off oh, yeah. instead, but we, and, couldn't, but find we couldn't find it on any of our streaming things. And so I was like, "Hey, do you want to watch this binging with Babish thing? It is pretty nice. It's probably gonna fill that need for us." Yeah, and then it did. And it did. It's so good because it's he's, so brief. It's, it's so like, like less than ten minute episodes. Yeah. Also, he's got a very very nice voice. Oh, his voice is very nice. He's it's a good looking soothing. boy. Oh, he is very good looking. He's too. got a great beard. Ugh, beautiful beard. Very funny too. He it, is. And he's he doesn't, very silly. He doesn't cut around like he doesn't. He's not perfect at the cooking because he doesn't cut around when he makes mistakes. Yeah. He's just like, oh, I forgot to do something, so I'm now filming it here, and you can watch me as I. Re- finally remembered to salt this thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was one time where he forgot to grease the pan yeah. before pouring the batter in. So he literally was pouring the batter in when he went, oh crap, I forgot to grease and then it. He so he pour like, it pours it all out, greases it up, and then pours it in. And I like seeing that. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, even he makes mistakes. Yeah. It's right? cooking, cooking is as much of an art as it is a science, right? And if you forget to do something, you have to get creative about how to fix it yeah because so, yeah. I know when I do stuff I'm always missing stuff <laughs> so I will literally read a recipe at least a dozen times over before mm. I actually do it and then as I'm doing it I will look back and forth between making sure that I've did that or did because I've missed those little things yeah. in baking or just in cooking alone and I'm just like oh I hope this turns out <laughs> so I also like cooking shows specifically hmm. wasn't something that I, I watched. Um, I watched a bunch of those food shows, you know, like the like on the Food Network kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But like the not like the Jamie Oliver and all that stuff. Well, right? I did watch Jamie Oliver, but yeah. specifically the one where he's like, 
I'm I'm Jamie Oliver. I'm going to the most unhealthy places in America. Oh, I'm going to go kick the shit out of the mayor. Like that. <laughs> Is it kind of like uh, Anthony Bourdain and stuff? Like his well, travels? That's, yeah, like that's I love I mean. those food shows yeah. too. Those are great. Those are the ones that I watch. So like Anthony Bourdain going to places eating food, but it's not him cooking. It's him yeah. talking about food. Yeah. And then Jamie Oliver's thing was he's going to like schools that serve exclusively like frozen pizzas and like powdered potatoes and stuff and it's oh, like cool. this this like in the long term this food costs more than you just going buying enough potatoes and making them and it they're ta- so much nicer yeah it takes more time but it's not full of all this bad stuff yeah better for the kids yeah it's better, better for, for everyone it, yeah it's better like it, that show i can't remember like it was called like jamie oliver food crusader or something like that okay, I, can't, cool. I can't remember what it was called those are good shows too it was on the cbc or something yeah um but that and like uh like your diners drive-ins and dives oh yeah those Guy are good. yeah those are good those are fun Guy Fiorelli. yeah uh, <laughs> when they find the most ridiculous places and they like yeah. eat the most ridiculous food, you're just like, who actually eats that? <laughs> so I mean, because that was all that that's also a like huge thing on the internet. Like once YouTube started and then Instagram like adopted its video filter and stuff, the whole thing was. Hi, I'm a guy from a website that you kind of vaguely know, and I'm going to this city that you're aware of, eating this horrible food that we found. It's a... This is a entire half of a pig. Wrapped <laughs> in pizza. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and smothered with ice cream. <laughs> it's, it, it's, a, it's a smoked pig that has been basted in, in alcohol, and we're going to see if we can get drunk on ham. Um, and that's... Like... Fine, I guess, but it was never something that I was interested in. Like, I don't like watching the food challenges. No, can't do it. I don't want to watch people get sick. It's so gross to me. But, like, yeah, somebody eating a giant burger... I talked about this on on my other podcast, uh, because we were talking about, like competitions that you can accidentally win and yeah. the one that that I settled on was I could probably win an eating competition by mistake right like if I if I walked into a place if I was like hungover I could probably just eat one of those 10 pound burgers and not realize it yeah like just hungry yeah and your body's like I need the fat. I, I, I need fat I need starch I need sugars come on hit me hit me hit me hit me but like You'd never personally. I, I would, well, I'd never do it on purpose. Yeah. Is the thing right? If I got one of those super spicy ramen balls, because oh, yeah. I like spicy. Yeah. There is an upper limit of what I can handle, but I've only hit that upper limit like once or twice. Yeah. You know, like when we went went to wing night and got those suicide wings, and I mean, and I'm just like, it's just a bit of Frank's. I don't. Yeah. I don't understand it. This isn't hot at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like. I didn't watch cooking shows specifically. Like I mean, how to prepare no, something. No, no, no. More along the lines is like... The only, like, the cooking things on, like, morning shows, you know, the Good Morning America, oh, yeah. and, like, What's Up Canada. <laughs> and, what's up, Canada? Get fucked, UK. <laughs> you know, those morning shows. Um, but, like, the best part of those morning shows would always be, like, hey, it's barbecue season, we're gonna show you how to, like properly prepare a, a rack of ribs on a barbecue because not everybody has a steamer or a smoker so here's how to do 
a smoker, but on a barbecue instead, right? And those were always the best things. Yeah, but well, it's quick and easy recipe. Yeah, it's quick and easy. Anybody and can do. You get to like get this idea in your head that is like I could do that. Hey, <laughs> if this person on uh, on cable access can do it, I could do it. Yeah. Um, but I think the only time that I w- actually watched a cooking show was Guy Fieri. Really? <laughs> I think so. He did this show I can't I can't remember what it was called or like why it was called that or anything I just remember it was Guy Fieri because it used to be the thing that I did on the weekends uh, our friend Bell when I would hang out at their place and like crash on their sofa uh, we would we would wake up and just kind of like be hungover and groggy for a couple hours drinking coffee before we decided to like go to Denny's or something like nice. that and it was either the Food Network or cartoons. <laughs> and on the Food Network, we we was our first introduction to Guy Fieri. And it's like, hey, I'm going to show you how to make, you know, infinity eggs or something. <laughs> like something ridiculous. The same thing that he's kind of known for. Yeah, doing ridiculous things. But like, like halfway through prepping this ridiculous brunch that he's making he also made a giant pitcher of like margarita or something he's like here's how to cook this thing here's how to cook this thing we're gonna move on to this thing because we're gonna show you how to plate everything but first i'm gonna make a pitcher of like tequila sunrise right (laughs) to have with your brunch yeah exactly (laughs) and and like that i think is the only actual food cooking thing that I watched. That's pretty good. But, like... Well, look, alcohol, let's do it. <laughs> I I mean, this is the same thing with, like, Terrace House for us, you yeah. know? Because, like, we didn't want... Like, did you ever watch... Anything like Terrace House? No. no. no well, it... actually, that's a lie, because we... Real World. You watch Real World? Uh, Freaking, yeah, okay. on MTV, yeah. That was the best that, nightmare yeah. ever. <laughs> so, like, Real World and, like, Big Brother yeah. and uh, the dating one... Bachelor. <laughs> bachelor and Bachelorette, like, yeah. Those sort of things, like, never really resonated with me, so I never really watched them. Yeah. I, I've had, like, partners who were really into Big Brother before, and I tried watching it, and I'm like, I, I get it, it's kind of interesting. Yeah. I'm not, I don't really have an, a connection to these people. Yeah. But, like, I feel completely differently about Terrace House. Terrace House is so good. That's because good. they're good. Yeah, they're good people. They're good people in a house that all they want to do is just... They, in they a have sense, friends. They want to have friends. They want to meet their future, whatever, right? They're, they. I'm not here to make friends. I am. That's why we're on Terrace House. No, but like that's that's what Terrace House yeah. was about. But they were all good people. I mean, the Some first the first episodes, you're like, wow, they're really great. I hope everything works out for them. And then as the series <laughs> went on, you're just like, you're a jerk, and I don't like you. You're mistreating that person. You stop it. You get out of the house. Well, there. Were, but I mean, that's. I mean, when you watch that, there's like two or three best best people and then there's two or three worst people yeah but but the thing is is by the time those worst people ever realized that things were causing Mm. they would already leave the house but they made that choice on their own it wasn't like the producer and the nice thing is the producers never got involved yeah they They weren't like like, you need to stir up trouble and also you have to stay you're not allowed to leave you gotta keep causing the problem yeah it was more like if you want to go you're welcome to go like we're not gonna hold you to it like if you decide that you want to leave 
after only three months of being here instead of trying to make it out for a full year then you're welcome to go and that was the beauty of terrace house now real world was like you fucking stay and you continue to cause trouble and so they either kick you out or you just leave just sporadically like you're just like i can't do this anymore and leave because it's drama and i'm not a huge fan of drama but sometimes it was good <laughs> so that's uh what i mean um the like it's not something that we particularly sought out no uh it's just we heard it talked up and like when we watched it 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 like really scratched an itch that we didn't even know we had yeah exactly right? and then the same thing with with babish yeah. is like you didn't I, realize I, we were craving it until you saw it i mean we're constantly looking for things that we can kind always, of ignore. Always looking for, you know, just to I just watch. I just need something mindless, something that I can uh, appreciate and enjoy, but I don't ha- like. I refer to these as forty percent brain shows, yeah. where it's like, like a long running series with a long running story that has like this very specific narrative arc. That's that's like sixty to 80% minimum of my engagement, right? But I need a 40% show, something that I can put on. It's comforting. I don't actually have to pay attention. Anytime I check in, it feels good because it's like, oh, what are you doing now? Oh, you're braising some lamb. Mm. That's nice. That's nice. Back to my iPad. And then back to my iPad or back to my uh, video games or whatever. But, like, it's always that one thing that it's like, I need... I need to just calm down. Yeah. But also, I need to not. You, I, I want to watch this, but you can't demand my attention because yeah. I need, I need to be able to disassociate. Yeah. You know? So if you start to kind of fade a little bit, yeah. you have, you know, that it's still there, Something but it's you, not, it's not purposefully like you're like, oh, this is so boring. Why am I watching it? I mean, it's the reason why we watch Brooklyn Nine Nine a hundred times because yeah. it's like. We already seen this. I already know it. It's yeah. just comforting to have it in the background. Yeah. It's a show that I feel Parks comfortable. And the same Park way. and Rec, yeah. yeah. Something I feel comfortable falling asleep to. Yeah, because you know, you've I'm... already seen it the first time around. Yeah. It's just now it's just something in the background because you know the episode, so you're not missing anything by not watching. And the binging with Avish in any cooking show is really like, look, at the end of this, you're going to have the cake that you set out to make. Yeah. You know, the you started by explaining what it is. And then you're going to end with the cake. And the middle part is just going to be you cooking it. I don't need to be invested. I'm not currently following the recipe with you. Because I don't plan on making it. I just like hearing you talk about it. And I like watching you do it. It's very ASMR to me. Yeah. Should we talk about our favorite episodes? Yeah, let's do that. Okay, I got the episode list here. I'm just going to pull out. I think watching uh, Babish is very nice. Because every episode is... It's not too long. He he does he takes something and like they said they take something from like video games or uh, television or something. So like yeah. doing the Parks and Rec burger thing, you know, there was an episode on Parks and Rec where um, yeah. Ron Swanson and Chris Traeger, yeah, they were gonna do the Parks and Rec barbecue, but they needed to find out who made the best burger or something. Like oh, that, that right? was uh, they they were removing the burger from the commissary, and yeah. So, so the turkey to... burger versus the beef burger. Yeah. So like Chris Traeger, being the healthy guy, mm-hmm. made this nummy burger with all this like fancy stuff and on a nice bun and everything, and then Ron just comes in with a freaking plain bun and just plain burger with nothing on it. And he wins the contest. But Babish goes and says, okay, well, we're just going to recreate it. So he takes it, 
recreates everything that was on that burger the way it was everything and does the same thing with Ron's and then he eats it he tries it out and says whether he's like into it or not and same with like uh what was the other note that we watched that was uh television related uh, I mean, there's so many. Um, so many. Let's let's just go through this. Uh, there's a bunch here that we haven't actually watched. Uh, the Park and Rec Burger Cookoff. Yeah. Is was the first one that he posted. It's also very good. It's, it's very, very good. funny. It, it, but it's short and easy. And Literally, it's, it's just him just like making a burger and making a turkey burger, and it's done and over with. He's got a, such a nice, soothing voice. Mm. He makes silly little jokes, and he's good. Yeah. It's done and over with. It's like. Brief. Yeah, it's they're generally under ten minutes an yeah. episode. Uh, so the next episode was Il Timpano from Big Night. I don't think we saw that one. No, you don't have to read all of them. Uh, just the ones that we've okay. watched. Sure. Because uh, we've seen some Bob's Burgers ones. Yeah. Uh, the Goodfellas Prison Sauce. Yep, we saw that one. That was good. Um, What's some of the ones that he's recreated that were just like terrible? Like they were gross. Like the one that was the pizza ball. Which one was that? Oh yeah, the pizza, the delivery of delivering a pizza ball. Yeah. Uh, from. Uh, what episode that was? Uh, that was from? Eric Andre. Something show like or that. Something? But yeah. basically, it was a pizza ball. So he took, like, everything. Like he he follows the recipe to what it is that was in the show. He recreates it, and then he tries it. And if it doesn't seem to like, it's not very appetizing, or it doesn't seem. To, to work, he tries to recreate it in, in his own, way. in his better way, in his own way, to see if it'll still work. And he loves his cross sections. Like oh, every yeah. time he has a chance to cut something in half and show, show you, it the, off, like yeah. show it. He and I love when he's just like, "Yeah, it was okay," yeah. or oh, "This was beautiful." Like so he gets into it. He did it. the eggs Woodhouse from yes. Archer, and when they're, he's cooking it, he's like. Uh, it, this is so many rich, pow- overpowering flavors. I don't know that it's going to be anything. And then at the end, he's like, "Yeah, it's really good. It's just you gotta like eat one thing at a time because otherwise, it just every super rich flavor overpowers the other, and then it's just kind of nothing." Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the big Kahuna burger from Pulp Fiction. Yep. Uh, it was basically just a cheeseburger he made and tossed some pineapple on and he's like it's fine but now it's time to make an actual uh hawaiian burger which yeah. is a teriyaki burger patty with some grilled uh pineapple i mean a lot of restaurants make uh Something hawaiian similar. burgers now so yeah. yeah and he loves to make smash burgers so it's yes. taking the patty after you formed it putting it on the grill and then just taking something like a spatula and then pressing down to make it thinner yeah he loves making those We've got the Lover's Delight Sunday from 30 Rock. Yes. Which he spent uh, all that, he spent all the money on all the ridiculous stuff, the cognac, the super high, yeah, the truffles, the, sorry, it's black, white, and clear truffle. It's the world's most expensive chocolate. It's the finest ice cream and it's topped with 24 karat edible gold flakes. Yeah. Like he doesn't, he doesn't, he does not, not do a good job like he goes out of his way to make sure that it's exactly how it's done and if he's unable to then he gives you an idea of what he did use or Mm. what he's using to substitute for it right so he's really good and he's honest yeah and also sometimes he will be gross where it's like the cake from matilda he put blood and sweat into it yes he really did very gross yeah he did he legit did like he poked his finger and actually put little drops of blood in it (laughs) and at the time uh, of us watching it we were like 
he didn't really do it. There's no way that he would have done that because that's super gross. And then they had the little thing at the end where he was talking to the other guy and it's like, I don't want all this chocolate cake now. I guess I could give it to my neighbor. No, wait, no, my neighbors watch this show. They know I've put gross stuff in it. (laughs) So it's very funny. Uh, The um, ratatouille. uh, Yeah, that was very good. Or confit bialdi. Bialdi, uh, which the ratatouille, I guess some people were saying that the ratatouille from the movie Ratatouille is actually a different dish. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, they just did a bunch of Bob's Burgers thing. They did the uh, the Dutch Baby. Yeah, and they um, did the bur- the Chive My Burger or something. Oh, yeah. Uh, ba- ba- baby, you can chive my car. Yeah, which uh, really turned out cute. It was, it was so cute. good. Uh, they also did the Meat Saya. Yep. Uh, the uh, Beef Tartare inside a, a burger inside a Beef Wellington. Yep, that yep. was the big one. I think I really enjoy him because, like... He'll do, like, some of his first episodes, so I feel like he's showing you how to, like, make your own bread, make your own pancakes, make your own pie crust. Mm -hmm. Like, he makes things from scratch if he has the chance to. And it's amazing that when you're watching him make things from scratch, how it looks so easy because you're like, really? That's all it takes is just this? Wait, that's all it is? It's like four ingredients and you're like, wait a minute. You're telling me that I could have made homemade anything all on my own because this was all the ingredients? Well, I've also learned a ton of things too. Like, I used to make pies constantly. Like, pies used to be the thing that I I would bake Mm because I'm not really a baker. And, like, I was started getting very very good at pie crust it's like pie crust is that one of that thing it's like it's either going to work perfectly or it's going to be complete bullshit and once you hit the complete bullshit there was no way to to save it so you gotta be careful um but uh yeah just learned a bunch of like random tricks uh from watching this thing it's just like hey if you know this doesn't work go freeze the butter and then put it in a food processor and then mash it into the flour like it's i there's things that i had no idea to even do yeah uh same thing with like pancake batter yeah is like i always made my pancake batter very smooth but he's like you want it to be a little lumpy you don't want to mix it too much right but you gotta let it set so that all the flour and stuff hydrates, and then it doesn't matter if it's lumpy, because the lumpiness is what gives it the fluffiness. Yeah, yeah. and, like, making uh, pasta sauce and things like that. Yes, The acidity yeah. in the tomatoes, and what to yeah. add to kill the acidity in you the You only need pasta. to put sugar into your pasta sauce for the acidity if you don't boil down your, your tomatoes, right? Exactly. So if it's t- if it's got that tartness that you don't like, you can just let it simmer for longer and it'll cook it itself away and we yeah. actually recently did that because i yeah. made some chili and i i followed the recipe to of the chili but it just couldn't it didn't taste right even mm. though i added all the spices and stuff so when you had come down from we just your, simmered your it breaks, down and you re-seasoned helped it. me figure out how to make it so it doesn't have that acidity and it turned out so good it was very good chili so good uh jake's perfect sandwich from yes. adventure time which uh so he had to replace a bunch of stuff uh so he was saying um the soul of lobster uh he just made a lobster butter uh for the uh bird from the windowsill he's like well i don't want to eat pigeon because i (laughs) i live in new york so i got some pheasant yeah it was very good um 
the tiny bit of salt, though, was a tear, so he did yes. force himself to cry to add a tear to the, his sandwich. He's so good, it's but he's very incredible gross, because, like, he shows you how to, like, debone a chicken and yes. how to properly take care, do uh, a oh, turkey. Yeah. He, he and... shows, uh, there's been a couple episodes where he shows, here's how to section a chicken. Yeah. With nothing but some kitchen shears. And yeah, like, he's am- he's amazing. And, like, he's got not just fun episodes of recreating, but he's got episodes about, like, the basic baking or the basic mm-hmm. cooking and stuff like that. So he actually just really goes for it. And he does such a good job that I feel like when we watch it, that it's just, like, now I kind of want to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's really great because we're going to use his pie crust recipe. Yep. Because we're recording this around the time of the Canadian Thanksgiving. Yeah, the correct Thanksgiving. Shut up, Josh. <laughs> Being as I am American, don't start. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying. Yeah, whatever. I mean, our Thanksgiving uh, is uh, better because then we don't have to recognize uh, Columbus. Because our I Thanksgiving know. is on Columbus Day, so yeah. we don't have to recognize I that I know, shit. he's a terrible <laughs> I had to learn that the hard way in grade seven. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, we're I'm excited to try his recipes because when I found out how easy a pumpkin pie was from scratch, I'm like, I'm totally doing that. Yeah. So now I'm so excited. We're, like, we're going to do that later today. Yeah. Uh, there was also uh, Homer Simpson's patented space <laughs> age out of this world moon waffles in which we watched him at that, like in that episode, ruin his waffle hire. Yes. Because at the end it shows him trying to scrape the caramel off of his thing and he's like, okay, fuck it. And then he just went out and bought a new one, which was very funny. (laughs) I think one of my favorite ones is the Pinini one from the Family Guy where he makes car paninis. Oh, it's so gross. It's so gross, but it's so fun because he literally makes it in his car. Like, he literally takes a panini press, puts it in his car, and he tries making... Like, recreating this sandwich. He did it twice in his car, didn't he? He did it twice in his car, because the first one, he knocked out of the panini press onto his, into, onto onto his, his car. his beautiful leather <laughs> car, and then he made a second one, then he's like, screw it, I'm going in the, into the into house. The so kitchen. he goes back into the kitchen and makes... I don't remember if he recreated that one to make it better, or he just decided not to do so it. I can't remember. He, that, it was one of the ones where he uh, posted to the viewers to be like, if you can think of a way to make oh. this... palatable at all send it in because like it's the whole I don't even know where to start with this one so it's up to you guys to let me know and you'll win one of my books or something yeah oh and he does have cookbooks he has two Uh, I don't remember the name of the first one but there's a second one coming out that it hasn't been released yet and I'm very excited and I kind of want to buy it myself because I adore it there's Eat What You Watch a cookbook for movie lovers that was the first one right uh, I, I feel like that one was cause I think the, that's the one, b- yeah. binging with Babish one where he's just kind of holding the book on the cover. Yeah, I think was that's... the is the most recent because I went to Indigo slash Chapters mm-hmm. to see if they had it yet and it hadn't been out yet. Yeah, no, he has three out because oh. his third book is coming out now. Okay, maybe that's yeah. the one I was looking at. And he also has a, another television show that's uh, or not television, but a YouTube channel called um, Being well, with Babish. But yeah. we haven't watched that one yet, so we don't really have an opinion on what that one's like. That but... one's more of a you know personal life. Follow yeah. him around. He's a internet celebrity now, so he's doing you know yeah. bits. Yeah, so yeah. he kind of goes and meets with some of his fans, and from what we can tell from, like... Looks the, like he helps other creators, you Yeah, know. from the other uh, trailer or something like that, it looks like he just goes and meets with fans and stuff, mm-hmm. and he's a very sweet guy. Yes. He's super sweet. He like, you can tell he's got a heart of gold, like, he just wants to go out and enjoy... Just do stuff. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, so we've also got Twin Peaks, Pancakes and Coffee, oh, which yes. is where I learned the the secrets of pancakes and also how to do pour over coffee. So yeah, I really want to get a pour that over. That is super <laughs> cool. Like he has all kinds of cool tricks. And a bunch of like cool people because uh, the coffee, uh, the guy who taught him how to make the pour over coffee is from Cocktail Chemistry. Yeah. And, and we actually watched an episode of We watched an of his. episode of his. Yeah. So. His was good too. There's another uh, nice vo- voice, yeah. too. I mean, that's the big thing, is the voices have to be very soothing, because yeah. this is as near as to an ASMR that I am comfortable with. ASMR makes me feel uncomfortable. I don't get the same the crinkle-tinkle brain-gasms or whatever people are calling them. I don't I don't get <laughs> that. I, just, I, I end up feeling super... Uh, I... I just, feel anxious and uncomfortable. I just don't like it. ASMR so just does, nice doesn't do voice. anything for me. Uh, let's go through the other stuff. Okay. Uh, Krabby Patty from SpongeBob SquarePants. That was good. Oh, fried chicken, lasagna, and the Luther Burger from the Boondocks. Yes. Skipping ahead, he did a, a Breath of the Wild Zelda thing where he yeah. did uh, he did some cooking over a fire in a giant cast iron lock, exactly like from the game, which was very fun to watch. Yes. Uh, Puerco Pibil from Once Upon a Time in Mexico, which I had actually gotten Puerco Pibil when I was in Mexico a couple of years ago. I got like the traditionally made, cooked in like embers that are buried. No like way. I had that. It literally is. You cut with a spoon and it melts in your mouth. It was delicious. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Uh, the Corazon au Chocolate from Grand Budapest Hotel, which. Is another one of those things like... That was a great movie. There's no reason to make this the way that it, it is. There's no reason for it to be as rich as it is. Like, you, you're you you're over-egging the pudding. Right? Yeah. You're, you're making it too rich for the sake of being too rich. Yeah, and but... he was uh, on... Uh, what's that... Uh, the guy that plays Happy in the Marvel movies. What was his name? Oh, uh, John Favreau? Yeah. Babish was actually featured on one of... Uh, uh, Chef. Chef. He was cooking one of the lava. Was it oh lava yes, cakes? the lava cakes. He made the lava yeah. cakes, and that was really cool to see him on there because it yeah. was like as they're co- as they're prepping seeing the, him yeah. be with another you know inspiring chef as well as like well because uh, Babish was also on Chef. Yeah, what? yeah, he's he's got a walk and roll on Chef too. Oh yeah, and he's got a cool tattoo on his left forearm or right forearm left forearm of the oh, the pasta, the pasta fork. fork and then the guy gave him the pasta fork <laughs> from, like, the, show, from yeah. the show and he was just like what i can't what 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 <laughs> like also totally. tiny whisk oh the tiny whisk i want a tiny whisk now so tiny just... tiny whisk is one of uh the fan favorite characters which yes. is just a little tiny baby whisk that he uses to like mix his dry ingredients together but, but he actually he... tells you use your tiny whisk use tiny whisk hello tiny whisk oh yeah and i love when he says uh let the ingredients get to know each other yes what was the other thing that he likes to say once everybody uh, once, once everybody's gotten to know each other i love that when he because he's mixing ingredients and like sometimes he needs to let things sit sit so he Simmer, said, oh, or, yeah. I love when he says that because it's so silly. <laughs> Once everybody's gone, and just uh, just before people have barely gotten to know each other, yeah. <laughs> toss it in in the heat. Uh, there's also uh, the horse divorce sandwich, <laughs> uh, the hors d'oeuvres sandwich from Back to School, which we watched. The ultimatum from a regular show, which was every meat 
Uh, yep. And every meat buried. No, no, that's not. Uh, the ultimatum was a ton of meats in a uh, uh, burger. Yeah. Like a bunch of burger burgers. Yeah. He does a lot from like. Regular show. Regular show, Adventure Time. He's got some fa- he's got some favorites. He's done some stuff from anime because mm-hmm. he was sponsored by Crunchyroll, so mm-hmm. he was able to do some fun stuff with that. Because he made takoyaki, which is like our, our, favorite, our favorite, like yeah. super favorite um, street food, and uh, it was kind of cool to watch him make it because you can actually buy the little takoyaki ball maker. Like, yeah, and to see him make it, I'm just like, damn, I want to make that now because it looks super cool. Because you can buy octopus. Yeah, you just need to cut it up, and then you can just make the dough and everything. Well, there's a bunch of the 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 short ones the little ones that he does too that are just like a few minutes because there's not really much in there like the triple decker ego extravaganza from Mm -hmm. stranger things uh flanders hot chocolate from the simpsons movie uh just basically the short ones uh they did the uh chocolate lava cake from chef the tamales from coco just a bunch of stuff just go uh, check it out. I mean, honestly, I mean, it's, you if, gotta, you, if you point. just if you enjoy like, I wouldn't even say cooking show. If you just enjoy watching how to make, they do food. the sloppy Jessica. From <gasps> that was so good. That was so cheesy much fun. blasters. Oh, from the cheesy blaster Rock. one is fun, especially because we just ended up watching that episode recently about the cheesy blasters, and it was fun because he did two things from yeah. from Thirty Rock, and when you actually watch that episode, you're just like, haha. <laughs> I've seen that made. <laughs> uh, the cannoli from The Godfather, Pasta Puccinesca cool. from Series of Unfortunate Events, Pizza from Deadpool, uh, the kanji from Mulan. And I think um, it's great because there's like he goes and makes it the way it was, the way it's presented, right? Mm. And then he goes to try it, and sometimes he barely even swallows it because it's just it's that just nasty. So, so like you just see him one minute going, "Okay, I'm chewing." I'm chewing and it's out. So you just see him like off camera because you don't just see his spits. face. You only see like from like his neck down. So you're watching just his hands. Sometimes you, sometimes he he will like lean into the camera like when he puts his chin on the mixer. <laughs> yeah, because he'll actually say, and then you put your chin on the mixer and you wait for it to be mixed. And he has, I'm not sure how many people that he has working with him to do the projects and stuff but every once in a while when he needs a taste tester because he's allergic to bananas bananas. so anytime he works with bananas he can't eat them himself so he will have like his co-workers come in and they'll try it and let him know what it tastes like and Mm -hmm. everything because he put bananas on pizza that was the the doug uh banana pudding pizza yeah so he'll he'll make banana pudding he'll do the whole thing but then he's like how do i make this better because it's like obviously not edible right so he'll do he'll use like plantains or he'll make a different kind of like pudding or something like he he tries to make it as edible as possible when he's like recreating things and sometimes he has leftovers from other episodes and he's just like yeah from our last episode i'm using the dough from this yeah because he makes up so much of it and it's so much fun to actually watch him use all of this stuff and to be able to be like oh by the way you know we're making pancakes again but if you need to watch how i make them and stuff just please follow, you know, look for the other video that I actually show you how to make homemade pancakes or even just homemade bread. Like, he doesn't re-show everything. He just, like, this is the one time I'm going to show you how to make it. Then if you want to recreate it yourself, you have to go to this episode to find that recipe. But I'm just going to make it up real quick and show you that I'm using that recipe, right? So, just offhand, because we're nearing the end here. We got, this is we, one of we our got, longer. Yeah, we we got, got, this we one got, was so deep. much fun. Just... Gut feeling right now. What was your favorite episode? Oh, dang. 
Oh, I don't know. They're all so good. I'll give you two of mine. Okay, go ahead. Uh, I don't have this thing in front of me. Spinach puffs. The spinach puffs from, from, from Emperor's, Emperor's New, New Groove. Groove. Yeah. Spinach puffs. Yeah, those. Are uh, I loved and uh, Brock's jelly donuts <laughs> from Pokemon. <laughs> Do you mean the one that he, when he actually makes it or the spoof? Uh, so on because <laughs> uh, he makes a spoof one. <laughs> April April first, two thousand nineteen. So April first of this year, uh, April's Fool's Day. Yeah. He did the the air quotes uh, jelly donuts from Pokemon. Uh, because the localization was terrible, and they were like, people aren't going to understand what rice balls are. Yeah. A ball of rice? What? WTF? Uh, <laughs> so they called called them jelly donuts, and as a as a gag, as a bit. Yep. Um, yeah, he, he made jelly donuts to like recreated them to look like what they are yeah. uh, in so- in Pokemon. But then uh, the following day he Makes released the actual, the actual onigiri thing but yeah. it was very funny was to very watch good. i think that was one of the best and of course the good place oh yeah that was good <laughs> you put the peeps in the chili <laughs> pot and make it taste bad <laughs> that, was, so that was also a good one any ideas for you no just, because i don't have one thing i don't have yeah, just, in front of just me flip, two. Flip. i don't know uh <laughs> while you're looking the at grilled the, cheese was good for oh the grilled show, cheese the deluxe yeah. yeah that was good oh well when he had like his uh his three uh three friends coming in and doing the taste test for the cheese yeah we um, haven't watched the Lars roll-up from Steven Universe. We haven't even gotten there. No, we haven't. Dang. No, we did. That was the... That's the... Oh, the purple one. The purple... Yeah, uh, that was good, because I want to know yeah. how to make those. Mm. I would love yeah, to you, make you just rolls. found a bunch of uh, a bunch of new vegetables. <gasps> Moving Castle. Yes. The bacon and eggs one. I love that. Was that was very good. That's yeah. very good. I love Hal's Moving Castle, one of my favorites. So it's just really fun to watch him recreate stuff and then to try it himself and then find out that he either surprisingly likes it or he's or not into it at all so yeah, he tries to make it more palatable the clean plate club yeah I, i'll see he's just so good like he'll he just he has his own little catchphrases and there's certain ones that he just says every single time but i don't even think he knows he's saying it i don't think he realizes that like the we haven't we haven't had a cross-section on the show in a while when he's like when the like, past five episodes yeah, all have cross-sections exactly <laughs> He's so good that I really enjoy his voice. I enjoy his personality. I enjoy that he is and him himself is inspiring yeah. to be a chef. Like he, it, he's it, not a professional by any means. He actually says in one of the in one he of was the, just interested. He's interested in cooking, so he takes his own skills and does it. And you know what? He can freaking fool me, man. Because yeah. like I thought he was already a he chef. A pro, yeah. Until you read about him and you're just like, oh, so you really don't have any background at all. You're just teaching yourself. You're yeah, learning. You're from learning YouTube as, as you're well. going. And yeah. you're going. So it's just it blows my mind. And he is so cool about the ingredients. And he just he makes you feel like you can accomplish anything when you you watch it. Yeah. So it's kind of fun to be like, yeah, that's cool. Even if you never make it, it's just fun to watch. Can we yeah, say right. what uh, our listeners at home, our friends at home, want to uh, like are enjoying right now? What are they enjoying right now? Right now, they are enjoying baguettes. <laughs> baguettes, yes. Baguettes. They are enjoying baguettes. There, it's the you the want. most versatile of bread stuffs. True. You can use it as a. Uh, structurally sound uh, uh, dip, dippable for your uh, spinach dip. Yeah. And you can spinach dip's my fave. Turn it into just the absolute best version of uh, garlic 
toast. toast. Um, hollow it out and makes fool's gold with peanut butter, jelly, and bacon. There you go. Coated in butter, wrapped in tin foil, and then baked for 20 minutes. Wow. <laughs> Probably a good you guys reason. like French bread now. You like baguettes. <laughs> um, if you actually want me to say something that uh, you genuinely like, you can reach us on Twitter. Uh, you can reach me at Tescud on Twitter. That's T-E-H-S-C-U-D. Or on Instagram, I am at T-E-H-S-C-U-D-S-W-O-R-T-H. So T-E-H-S-C-U-D-S-W-O-R-T-H. And Kamala is reachable on Twitter at Nova Berries. And her Instagram is Nova Berry Blue. And if you have some money that you would like to give us, you can find our Patreon. We're at patreon.com slash T E H S C U D. So that's patreon.com slash Tescud. We've got, you can find us on like Facebook and whatnot as well. Uh, just search for scudsworth.com or just go to the scudsworth.com website. Uh, the links to all this stuff is on there. We're doing videos again now. So uh, our new, our latest Let's Play just went up. Uh, by the time that you're listening to this, uh, it would have gone up about four days ago. So it's still pretty new. Go click like and also like and share and subscribe and do all that stuff for podcasts exactly. that you do. Yeah. Uh, share this with your friends. Please. Yeah. Thank you for your support. Yeah. And thank you so much. And we'll be back next time to talk about... I have no idea. We always can't come up with an idea. Die hard. No, what? <laughs> All right. Bruce Willis in general. Okay. Oh, yeah. Let's just talk about Bruce. All right. We love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. This is Josh. I do a podcast with my friends June. Hello. And Haley. Hey. And we would like you to come listen to it. It is called Everything is the Worst, which everything is. And we talk about weird news articles that uh, we find on the internet from time to time. Uh, like June might come up with an article like... Um, there was that time the birds were stealing fish from the, uh, the local restaurant. Yeah, I, I enjoy weird bird articles for some reason. Or Haley might bring an article like... The uh, group of people that was a hoax that were planning to raid Area 51. Or we might have a visit from the ever-terrifying Florida man. So if you like hearing the weird stuff that happens in the world uh, and you're too lazy to look on the internet yourself, uh, come listen to Everything is the Worst. It is a podcast on the internet. You can find it at scudsworth.com. Uh, or on iTunes if you just search for Everything is the Worst, and uh, allow us to play you out. <laughs>